Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Rolling along on a Sunday. Thank you for starting your, your Sunday with us. Uh, hour number three. Starting up, I'm Tim Donnelly. John back at the studio keeping us up and running. Call in line 1-800-636-1067. What does Washington need to do this offseason? It's a very broad question, very, very vague, but I ask it for this reason. There's a lot of, of big and shiny this offseason. Unprecedented quarterback movement, right? Uh, Lamar is available. There's, there's all of these shiny pieces at the top of the draft. Already a big trade there. There's wide receivers reportedly available, right? Odell Beckham Jr. is holding workouts. He wants $20 million. There's all of the, DeAndre Hopkins might be available for a trade. Matt Stafford might be available for a trade. All of these big names. What should Washington do? If you aren't going to make the gigantic move, something like, putting in an offer for for Lamar Jackson, then the boring is the necessary. Pile up offensive linemen. And and it's funny because many of you know this, right? I I host here on on 106.7 and just about, uh, I'd say one out of every three uh, people that follow me on Twitter and what should they do. And and by the way, at Donnelly Sports, if you have some thoughts, send them over. Uh, When you call in 1-800-636-1067, it comes back very quickly to the offensive line. And it's it's not for, for nothing, right? It's boring. It's not exciting. But it's necessary for Washington unless you do the biggest and the greatest and the grandest move and go get somebody like a former MVP. Sam Howell needs linemen. I I love looking at at the Washington offense and saying, man, there's a lot here that a young quarterback could benefit from. I like the little thunder and lightning of of Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson in the backfield. I love the wide receivers. I think they could improve at tight end, but if Logan Thomas is back and healthy, I'm all right with it. Like, all of that looks nice, but you need the time. You need the time. You need the offensive line. And don't overthink it. And and now I have to look directly at Ron Rivera when I'm talking here. Ron Rivera, head coach, obviously, a lot of a lot of sway, a lot of power in the in the building. Uh Ron Rivera's been a head coach for 12 years. Okay. Carolina and Washington. That's a that's a big enough sample size that I think we can uh you know start to start to believe it, right? Ron Rivera's had a first-round pick in every each and every one of his 12 years as a head coach. I have the breakdown of the players he's drafted. Three linebackers, three wide receivers, 
two defensive ends, two defensive tackles, one quarterback, one running back. There you have it, right? I can, I can do some math there. That's that's 12. Three linebackers, three wide receivers, two defensive ends, two defensive tackles, one quarterback, one running back. Do you notice something that's not there? An offensive lineman. They need to pile them up. And and if it's a first-round pick, I love it. But if you if you don't, right, I very much believe in best player available in the first round. It, it, as long as it's not a defensive lineman, you got too many of those. If, if you don't go there with the offensive line, I need them in free agency. I need them in, in the, the middle rounds. I need offensive line. And when I'm saying I, I could be saying I, I could be saying Sam. Sam Howell needs offensive line. Look at the, the 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 top names on the free agency list, and there's a couple big names, right? Orlando Brown, who was not tagged uh, after being a Super Bowl winning left tackle for the Chiefs. Uh, Mike McGlinchey, Donovan Smith, Jawan Taylor. Those tackles are going to be expensive. All right, Donovan Smith uh, tackle with the the Bucks gets called for for penalties a lot. Jawan Taylor, kind of solid middle of the road tackle coming from from Jacksonville. Mike McGlinchey out there on the West Coast, like they have their players. They have their assets, their pros and cons. Those tackles are going to be expensive. If you don't want to spend, fine. If you don't want to prioritize the offensive line from a financial perspective that much, fine. But some of those guards and centers need to come through. right? Sam Howell is going to be a player that can get some things done with his legs. right? 800-plus yards as a, as a runner his final year at North Carolina. But I do not want him running for his life. I want a pocket for the young guy to step up into. And that means centers, guards, centers, guards. I would love tackles, but if you say they're too expensive, fine. Right, uh, what was it? Isaac Siamalu uh, Malo from from Philly? He's a free agent. There's a couple of guys from Tennessee. Uh, Nate Davis, a guard. Ben Jones, older, yes, but still elite center. Bradbury from Minnesota, a center. Brown from Detroit. Uh, Evan Brown from Detroit, a guard. There are offensive linemen out there that can be had. Yes, you might have to spend a little, but you won't have to spend as much on tackles. And I completely understand. Like if I put out the call in line one, 800-636-1067, which interior offensive linemen are you most excited for? Everybody's going to go, I don't know those guys. I get it. But I also, and I could say, who should be the quarterback? Should it be Lamar uh, and uh, uh, Sam Howell? Derek Carr was a big name before he went to the Saints, or you could just throw Fantasyland out there, Matt Stafford, or or all of these guys. Like it, it could all draw more of a conversation, and it's more interesting. But the boring is still necessary, right? We we can talk about the flashy till we're blue in the face, and we will because it's fun and and we enjoy the debate. But it's also O-line, 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 right? It's also O-line, O-line, O-line. Uh, Bill in Fairfax, sorry, Bill in Fairfax, goodness, got excited, uh, is on the call-in line. Again, that call-in number, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. Bill, thanks for calling in. What's your take? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I'm calling is to comment about Lamar Jackson and, okay. and similar level quarterbacks. Sure. Um, I think the issue is it's not about paying Lamar Jackson. I think the issue is 
spreading the risk out. When you take a player, one player, uh, and you're paying him, I'm going to pick a round number, $50 million a year, guaranteed for five years. Perfect. I think you're giving him 60% of the, sa- the current salary cap. That's a rough number. I don't know exactly what the no, cap this, is. No, the salary cap's up over $225 million this year. Okay, all right, then, then disregard that. It, that but that 60% would be, would be a ludicrous number, but it is a very, very high percentage, right? Up until this past year uh, where Patrick Mahomes won, even the, the amount that he's bringing in, which is $45 million a year, that's the highest percentage of a cap that any quarterback has ever won the Super Bowl with. So, yes, it is a large amount of the salary cap. I get that. And the other issue is when you have a guy that has you know $50 million guaranteed for, let's mm-hmm. just say, five years, you lose the ability to, to easily move that player if you want to down the road. Or if you throw in a no-trade clause, let's say. Look at the problems they're having. You know, they got to get a permission from Aaron Rodgers to be traded, which just is another gear they got to work through. And what if, in a worst-case scenario, let's just say Lamar Jackson, you sign him for five years, $250 million guaranteed, and he goes out and blows his knee out, similar to what RG3 did. Now you're strapped with $50 million guaranteed for five years that you can't get out of, and that's devastating to your franchise. I'm, I'm going to play a little devil's, devil's advocate here, Bill. Um, I, I, I get what you're saying, right? But any quarterback, if they get hurt, your team is, is messed over, right? That, like the, but you the, have the ability to move on. But let, let me let me bring this RG3 up. RG three got hurt. Let, let me let me let, let me let, let me let me bring this up. Lamar Jackson, he's proven with the Ravens that he can have success with severely severely limited wide receivers, with running backs decimated by injury. You could argue that having Lamar Jackson, who is an offense and a one man person, right, insulates mm-hmm. you against like what if and and uh, God, I don't even want to put this juju into the world, but if Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dodson go down for eight games, right? They break a collarbone or something, whatever it is. Most quarterbacks, you're, you're out of luck, right? You just throw your hands up and go, we'll try again next year. Lamar goes, all right, yeah, I've been doing this. I, I know how to have success without wide receivers. So then you can have what, you know, whatever Terry makes, $20 million per year. John Dodson, six or whatever you make for on, on a first-round pick. That's $26 million on the bench, and you're still able to survive it because Lamar is that insurance policy. I understand he's a great player. But when you have $50 million tied up in one player in the most key position on the team and he gets hurt, you've just blown your team out pretty much uh, for – I mean, look what look what uh, Smith, when he got hurt for the Redskins or, you know, commanders, what are you going to call mm-hmm. him? That, that hurt us a little bit being able to replace him because we had to pay him that $20 million for one year. But but if you don't pay – if, if you don't pay Lamar back. 50, you're not paying whoever else you replace him with zero. Right, you, like Daniel Jones is making forty million a year. Like, oh, I'm not. It, I'm not a big fan of putting that kind of money into any one player. I, I mean, I know the numbers. Creep so, who are you playing? A, who are you playing at quarterback? Oh, I think you can go out and find a uh, one number one. Going out and get a new, you know, draft pick and paying him. You know, you're going to pay him fifty million dollars, but it's going to be at twenty million dollars a year or twenty you know, whatever the yeah, number is. No, I completely understand rookie rookie contracts are awesome and they're the best thing in sports for, for building a, a, a franchise. But like let's say let's say you trade everybody and you you go up and you draft CJ Stroud. 
Like, are you prepared to cut him in four years? Because he's going to come with his hand out for $50 million in four years. Oh, no, no, no. I'll, I'll cross that bridge down the road. I mean, I can, I have the ability to get rid of him if he doesn't work out. Or, or, you know, I can sign him to some kind of a manageable contract. It's not the money. It's the guaranteed for five years that is the big issue. I, I, I think Baltimore would, would have him under contract right now if the guarantee were dropped. Would you would you pay? Well, of course they would. Uh, would you pay him more per year to get a lesser no. long term? No, no. I mean, so so you're just out on Lamar then. Point. You're just out on any quarterback over forty million dollars. I'm not paying a quarterback fifty million dollars a year guaranteed, and I'm and I'm, you know, may I would I pay him fifty million for a year for one year if he's a great quarterback? Possibly, yes. But I'm you're not going to get you're not going to get a quarterback to agree to that. That's the problem. Listen, Bill, we appreciate the call. I'll go with plan B. We're, we're up against it. Uh, call back in any time, 1-800-636-1067. Uh, that's, that is a theory, and, and you, can, you can live by that theory, which is just we're not paying quarterbacks big money, but then you are not going to have an elite quarterback. Like Then you're banking on your defense being so good that you can Trent Dilfer your way to a Super Bowl, and that's significantly more difficult than getting you know, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, uh, whoever, and being good for the next 10 years. Uh, this is Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. 1-800-636-1067 is the call-in line. Uh, we'll keep those conversations rolling. And also, Aaron Rodgers, just the Jets better not mess it up, right? The Jets better not mess it up. Stick around. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there. 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Overtime on 106.7 The Fan continuing. I'm Tim Donnelly. Follow me on Twitter at Donnelly Sports. You can always call in 1-800-636-1067. But if you are a little uh, phone shy, tweet at me, at Donnelly Sports. And uh, if your opinion fits in, we'll get it on the air. Uh, speaking of getting your opinion on the air, Andy and Sterling is on the call in line. 1-800-636-1067. Uh, Andy, thanks for calling in. What do you want to comment about? Uh, good morning, Ken. Uh, yeah, getting back to your conversation mm-hmm. regarding Rivera's uh, inability or not wanting to uh, really draft offensive linemen or... In the first round, yep. Yeah, in the first round. Uh, he he does seem to have a disdain for using draft picks on offensive linemen. Um, what troubled me the most when he first came to the commanders is I I always got the impression he did not make a concerted effort to try to sign or retain Trent Williams, which turned out to be an incredible blunder. Uh, Williams, who I think will go down in the Hall of Fame as possibly an all-world left tackle, he let Brandon, uh, not Brandon, um, Morgan Moses go for nothing. Uh, Morgan Moses, who I always thought was a great team player, uh, pretty good right tackle, let him go. Brandon Sheriff, let him go. He seems to go back to the Panthers and pick up these retreads, these uh, scrap heap, uh, the Norvals, the, uh, the Trey Turners. Um, I always thought that that was going to be the commander's downfall last year when I called in. And it turned out it was their downfall. Uh, now, going forward, whether or not he decides he's going to spend any capital or draft choices remains to be seen. But I tell you what, this guy... <laughs> Like you were saying, like you addressed earlier, does have a problem drafting uh, offensive linemen in the early rounds. Uh, it's going to be his downfall. And something else that him and Del Rio seem to have a problem with is drafting linebackers. Both <laughs> these guys played linebacker in the NFL, yet they can't seem to stabilize that position for whatever freaking reason. I mean, Cole Holcomb, really? Give me a break. All right, man, that's about it. Thank you. Thanks, Andy. Um, few things. One, uh, and appreciate the call, Andy. Um, one, I, 
I don't want to put the Trent Williams thing on the coach. There was so many layers to that. The medical situation, the owners. I mean, I think there's just – that one was tough. I agree. Letting Trent Williams walk out of that franchise is – I mean, that is a rough one with how good he's been in, in San Fran and how good he was in Washington prior to that. But there's a lot of layers there. I don't know if we can put that all on the coach. Um, secondly – maybe there's some spoilage a bit, like a little bit being spoiled by Cam Newton, right? Cam Newton, big, strong, fast, can avoid pressure, can run. And maybe you don't need offensive line when you have Cam Newton, and that's kind of conditioned you to think, well, we'll just we'll just not have great offensive lines, and the quarterback has to make up for it. The problem is there's not many Cam Newtons out there. Not many Cam Newtons at all out there. Um that guy is is one of one. Unless Anthony Richardson does a lot of developing, they might be one of two. Uh, let's let's move to Aaron Rodgers. The other kind of news of the week. If Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers, okay, the Jets cannot mess this up, right? The the, the, the reports are out there. By the way, we'll actually read it directly from a, an article that came out today. Uh, it's from Graziano and Fowler of ESPN. Um, the Jets. And Packers, this is directly from the article on ESPN.com, have had enough discussions about compensation that they basically know the parameters of the prospective deal. They're both still waiting on Rodgers to decide what he wants to do. The Jets better put on their recruiting hats and get to convincing. Right? They flew home from California for their meet and greet, whatever it was, earlier this week. The, The Jets threw... Everyone that matters on a plane. Woody Johnson, the owner. Joe Douglas, the GM. Robert Sala, the head coach. Nathaniel Hackett, the OC, who has a relationship with with Rodgers from their time in Green Bay. All the way out to California to meet and greet with him for whatever it was, Tuesday early evening and, and dinner. And then they flew back Wednesday morning. I mean, I don't know if there's a three-day rule. Like if we're dating here, you can't text or call for three days. You better put the full court press on this guy. The Jets, I mean, I think Derek Carr would have fit. Uh, maybe if they go really crazy, someone like Lamar might fit. But but if they strike out on these vets, if they strike out on these veterans, they're in trouble because their team is set up to win. The coaching staff has pressure on them from a job security standpoint. They need that guy. So I, I don't know if you present him with, I mean, we can go full joke with it, right? You pre- present him with mock-up, uh, designs and architectural designs of turning one wing of the football facilities into darkness retreats. I don't know if you promise him the world. I don't. I, I don't know what you need to do. But the Jets need to get Lamar. Uh, uh, I almost said Lamar Jackson. See what's on the mind. The Jets need to get Aaron Rodgers to New York City or New Jersey. <laughs> and and whatever pitch they made, it's at least made everybody think. Right, if they already have the Packers on board, is that 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 article I just read you would imply? Then you need to do what you got. I don't know if you have to sign Randall Cobb, his best buddy. I don't know if you what you have to do. But if the Jets walk out of this quarterback frenzy and and they're left with, you know, the fifth quarterback in the draft, Hendon Hooker or something like that, or or McGee from Stanford, McKee from Stanford, then then that is a fail of epic proportions. Epic proportions. They cannot mess this up. They've done so much good. Their draft class last year, like we, uh, I don't know if you all saw this, Sauce Gardner, who was the defensive rookie of the year, 
Um, he, Brees Hall, and Garrett Wilson, all members of the Jets, got together, streamed a bunch of video games and stuff, but also burnt the cheese head that Sauce Gardner used to taunt Green Bay. The Jets went into Lambeau and beat Green Bay last year, and Sauce Gardner, who's very, very high energy, left with a, with a cheese head, and he used it to taunt Green Bay. And as part of like a peace offering to get Aaron Rodgers to join them with the Jets, those three guys got together. It was Sauce Gardner, it was Brees Hall, it was Garrett Wilson, and uh, they, they had like a ceremonial, yes, funny, but ceremonial burning of the cheese head. Those three guys, Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, of the 18, right, because they're 18 weeks in an NFL season, of the 18 rookies of the week, those three guys got nine of them. 50% of the rookies of the week from last season went to those three guys. They're on the Jets. That is a great draft class. That is an unbelievable draft class. The Jets have done so much good. And how I mean how many times in our in our lives have we been able to say that? The Jets have done so much good. But if they don't get across the finish line with this Aaron Rodgers deal, then they have all of this good and nobody to be the 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 centerpiece. That's that's not acceptable, especially when they went into this year. They went into this offseason knowing what to do. So it's time to get across the line. And if Rodgers needs a little nudging, you figure out what he needs to, and you give that nudge. Right? You find out his favorite wine, you send a bottle. You find out his favorite restaurant, you have him cater. Like you do what you need to do. Find out what he needs to be have promised and, and promise it to him. I'm looking at the Jets going, well, we're waiting. And I know they're waiting on Aaron Rodgers, but they gotta they gotta force the issue. Because they absolutely cannot <laughs> walk out of this offseason without the uh without the pro <laughs> the the proper quarterback might not be the right way to say it, but without one that they trust enough to not mess up everything else they have on that roster. A good defense, great skill positions, the O-line's not bad. They just need the plug-and-play quarterback. 1-800-636-1067. Carolina, the exact opposite. <laughs> they don't just need a quarterback, although they traded for the number one overall pick. They have so much work to do. We talk about Carolina's side, not their owner, but their team side of the big trade from Friday coming up next right here on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order. Order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Carolina could have said whoever we make with that pick would be throwing it to DJ Moore. The only problem is they included DJ Moore in the trade. Carolina traded the number one overall for the number one overall pick, gave up all of the picks you would expect them to give up and DJ Moore. So as of right now, the Panthers have the worst possible team in place to develop a young quarterback. Right? When when I look at, at <laughs> When I look at, at landing places for young quarterbacks, I want an incubator, right? I want a nice, soft nest. I want them to have everything they need to be successful. And then as they get better, right, as they develop in the league, as their confidence raises, as they gain experience, as they get to the point where they've seen all the defenses that defensive coordinators can throw at them, then you start taking away luxuries. Think of it like what, what the... Uh, Chiefs did with with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's I, I get it. It's probably unfair to compare anyone to what the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes. But listen in, right? They had all of these really good players, so much so that people were saying like, "Well, you know, how is he going to do?" And and then they take away Tyreek Hill once he's already established, right? Once he's already, quite frankly, really good and and really adjusted to the league. That's that's the way to do it, right? You build them up with talent around them, and then you start pulling away. You don't start with nothing and then add. right? As of right now, the Panthers at wide receiver have Terrace Marshall and LaVisca Chenault. The running backs are Chuba Hubbard and Raheem Mostert. Shout out to my Hokies. Hokies fans out there, not my Hokies. You know what I mean. The offensive line, stud rookie tackle, right? Equanu. Uh, injured, though. Bunch of injuries. Bunch of injured veterans. Okay? So there's there's not like one thing this team needs to do. I, I would have loved, 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 loved if, if a team only has one thing they need to do and you trade it up to the number one overall pick because then you get the best piece of the one thing you need to do and you dance, right? Then it's just happy dance and celebrations. But the Panthers, this is what they have coming up in the 2023 draft. They have the first overall pick, obviously. They have a second rounder, a third rounder, two fourths, and a fifth. It is a can't-miss situation. It is a can't-miss situation because uh, 
this is one of my my rules, okay? And I've said it here before on 1067, um, but if if you missed it, I'll say it again. When you draft a first-round quarterback, which is what they're going to do, let's be real. If you draft a first-round quarterback, for the next, like, three years, every single decision, every single question about what you should do with your franchise could be answered with a with a question. If somebody says, who should we draft? If somebody says, what coaches should we bring in? If somebody says, uh, what should we do in free agency? What should we run training camp like? Should we play our starters in preseason? All of the questions that everyone has to answer every single year. If somebody says that about a team that just used a first-round pick on a quarterback, the response should be this. I don't know what's best for the quarterback. So let's say Carolina drafts C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Hey, what should Carolina do with their second-round pick? Whatever's best for the quarterback. What should they do with their third-round pick? Whatever's best for Bryce Young. What should they do with their two fourth-round picks? Whatever's best for C.J. Stroud, right? Whatever's best for the player they draft, that's where all of the focus has to go. Now, there are more things that they need to, to benefit the quarterback than they have draft picks. So they cannot miss, right? They need to have protection for the young quarterback in case they get confused, which rookie quarterbacks do. They need to have wide receivers that can get open and get open quickly, Right? They need a number one option. They need someone they can trust with 50-50 balls and jump balls. They need a running back that can not only run between the tackles, but can also be a check down option in the passing game to give them a little bit of uh, little bit of, of, of security, that security blanket, wide-bodied tight end, somebody with a huge catch radius. They need all of that. So not only can they not miss on draft picks or free agency, but they really can't use much, if any, of the resources they have on defense. They gave up all their their luxuries. They gave up all their extras for whoever they're taking number one overall. That person that's number one overall, Stroud, Young, whoever it is, Richardson, if you're, you're getting a little loopy, better be good enough to overcome a lot, a ton. Uh, I'll use this stat as an example. Um, Within the last, uh, I don't know how many years it was, since they made the rookie scale contracts, all right? So since uh, Bradford, Sam Bradford was the last uh, number one overall pick that didn't have the rookie scale, right? He got like 70 million as a rookie and everybody said, well, we can't do that. Uh, So the next year was Cam Newton. So since Cam Newton was drafted first overall, any team that drafted a quarterback in the top 12, and then within the next two years was again drafting in the top 10, should have moved on from their quarterback. Except for Josh Allen. He's going he's gonna, to, Josh Allen is going to get front office executives fired for the next 10 years because everybody's going to be chasing the next Josh Allen and those guys just don't grow on trees. Every single quarterback other than Josh Allen that was drafted in the top 12 and didn't immediately get his team out of the bottom 10 should have been drafted over. They should have done the Kyler Murray, right? They drafted Josh, Josh Rosen 10th. They had the number one pick the next year. They drafted Kyler Murray. Every team should have done that. Except, And by, by the way, that's still to be determined on Trevor Lawrence because he was number one and then number one again the next year. I blame more of that on Urban Meyer. But, but 
If Carolina trades for the number one overall pick and the team around, whoever that is, is not good enough to drag them out of the bottom third in the NFL, you might as well just replace the quarterback. Unless you think you have Josh Allen, which if you think you have Josh Allen, then then you're, you're going against the odds. They need wide receivers that can be safety blankets and get open quickly. They need running backs that can take the heat off of them. They need O-line to make his job easier. And they need it quick because that, that number one overall pick is going to be starting day one unless you re-sign Sam Darnold and then what are we doing here? That trade has a lot of layers to it. A lot of layers to it. And they're, they're not all on the, the Chicago side of it. right? Carolina seems cut and dry. You gave up a lot. You got your guy. Again, very rarely do these big trades end when you make the trade. Unless you're trading players for players. Right? If you're trading like, you know, three proven younger players for one superstar, then we that is kind of cut and dry. We know what you're getting. But Carolina gets the number one overall pick. Whoa, celebrate. I'm sure everybody in Carolina was dancing. Well, now you have to go get everything that a number one overall pick needs to develop. Right, think of it like having a baby for my parents out there. Or for everybody that, that has kids. Right, Having a baby. Woo, she's pregnant. Let's go. Everybody gets excited. And then it's like, do you have a crib? Do you have the high chair? Do you have the onesies? Do you have the everything? Everything. Everything. The walker. The this. The that. The carrier. The this. The that. The car seat. The this. The that. Carolina just made the announcement that they're they're having a baby. They have, they're having a baby, and the gender reveal said it's going to be the number one overall pick. Woo! Now they better go hold a shower to get everything else, right? They, they need to go get so much. So much. And, that's the, and like the, they traded DJ Moore, so they kind of traded like the crib away, which is a uh, – that kind of ruins the metaphor here. Uh, overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Call in line stays open, 1-800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. We're going to put a bow on a lot of these conversations coming up next. Stick around. I'm kidding. Um, the Washington commanders need to make a call about Lamar. I'm going to put it that simply, right? The, the amount of time that has passed from when he became available on a non-exclusive tag till now just means the opportunity is getting more and more juicy and more and more juicy and more and more juicy. The more teams that are out, right? See you later. I have no interest. The Panthers obviously have no need for it anymore. Um, the Packers, Jets are likely going to have their their 
quarterback situation settled. Right there, there's a there's a lot to get to here. There's a lot of teams that are are bowing out, rightfully so. And the more and more and more it does, the more and more and more the commanders should sneak in there. Right, and and maybe and and this I'm not original with this. Maybe Dan Snyder is the guy looking to get one last, uh, uh, one last bird flipping <laughs> to the other owners by giving a giant deal to Lamar Jackson. I know he doesn't have the cash, but as I explained earlier, you can have practically guaranteed rather than fully guaranteed. Look at Mahomes' contract. I don't want to get into all the details again, but if you're Washington. I don't think you should be afraid of bold strokes right now, right? The same old, same old got you in the same old position for the last 20 years. So even if it's a, it's a bit of a crapshoot or it's a bit of a chance or it's a bit of a risk, what's the worst that can happen, right? You go after Lamar Jackson, a 26-year-old MVP, former MVP, former unanimous MVP. What's the worst that can happen? You don't make the playoffs? Well, you're doing that anyway. What's the worst that can happen? You don't win in the playoffs? You're doing that. What's the worst that can happen? You're looking for another quarterback three years from now? You're doing that anyway. Make the call. I'm not saying you have to make a gigantic offer. Make the call. That's the other thing that that was... I mean, that, that Lamar Jackson situation or whatever it was Tuesday was one of the weirdest moments I've had covering the NFL because... Staying in the mix or or if you didn't put out, meaning a team, didn't leak that they were completely out on the Lamar Jackson deal. Like there's nothing that said you had to make a gigantic offer. Right? There was no there was no reason to rush to say I'm out because you know, not saying you were out didn't mean you were in. <laughs> and I know that's uh that's a hard sentence to follow. Like the commander should make the call. Right. I mean, every whatever, uh, like subscription service, when you see the commercials uh, on TV, right, make the call. No commitment necessary. Right. You can just make the call and just get some information. They should make the call. 100% should make the call. The other thing that we talked a decent amount today uh, was was the potential new owner uh, throwing his, his name in the mix, throwing his hat in the ring, Mitchell Rails, who is a you know, seven, eight billionaire and, and reportedly is linking up with Josh Harris, who's another, you know, six, seven, eight billionaire. Uh, those two guys might be linking up to be one of the bidders on the commanders. They're my choice. <laughs> Granted, the, the reports are that there are four owners, four ownership groups making bids on the commanders that are serious, right? The kind of people that uh, could get a tour of the facilities and, and you know, sign non-disclosures and see more details and everything. Um Two of them, I believe, are pretty well known. Tillman Fertitta, the owner of the Houston Rockets, and this Harris-Rails combo bid. Uh, obviously, Jeff Bezos reportedly being blocked from, from being in that group. So there's two mystery bidders. There's Fertitta, and there's Rails and Harris. I'm all in on Rails and Harris, or Harris and Rails. I don't know who goes first. I'm all in on them. They're local guys, which I think matters, right? Uh a few people pointed out on the call line on, on on Twitter that Dan Snyder is also a local guy or was when he purchased the team. And, and you know, why would you want a local guy if Dan Snyder was a local guy and look what happened? I think if you are somebody who has roots in the area, you love the area, you grew up in the area, you station your business in the barrier like Mitchell Rails does, you look at Dan Snyder as like your worst nightmare. 
right? Snyder's going to have to, he's not going to hang out in D.C. once he sells the team. He's not going to be able to go back to his, his hometown and be, be celebrated. Rails is looking at that and going, oh, gosh, I, uh, I don't want to have to go to London. I don't want to hide out on my yacht. I want to be celebrated. I want to be a man of the people in my hometown. And I think he'll work extra hard and spend the necessary money to do that. That's why I want the local guys. And Harris, his partner, reportedly in this bid, right? Rails and Harris combining their money. Uh, Harris, although he owns the Sixers, obviously spends a lot of time in Philly because of it, and owns the Jersey Devils, probably spends a lot of time over there because of it. He also grew up in Chevy Chase, Maryland. So similarly, right? You want to be able to go back to your hometown for the holidays and not have everybody know you as the, the owners that brought dysfunction to your home team. And best of all, they have a net worth of $14.41 billion, according to Bloomberg, combined. Which means suddenly Washington isn't the small chip stacks at the table. Which is awesome for the future of, of and health of paying the, the, the roster. The other big news of the week, uh, Bears trade number one overall pick to the, the Panthers. Who won trade, who lost the trade? Both have a ton of work to do. They've, they've both signed themselves up for, for chores. They were at the PTA meeting, volunteering for every single event. Right Now they have a lot of work. They're, they're going to be making a lot of uh, arts and crafts. Meaning the Bears, yeah, they got all these picks. They got DJ Moore. Better not miss with the picks or else you just traded away the number one overall pick for, for nothing. The Panthers, sure, you got the number one overall pick. Celebrate, right? 24 hours to celebrate. This is football. The 24-hour celebration rule. Then you have to get to uh, assembling the proper players and offense and play caller and design around that player to make them have success. Because if you don't do that, it doesn't matter how good the quarterback is. With that being said, uh, I'm Tim Donnelly. And and follow me on Twitter, at Donnelly Sports. D-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y-S-P-O-R-T-S. Uh, the call-in line is 1-800-636-1067. But if you uh, you want to keep the conversation going 24 hours a day, my, my Twitter is the best way to find me. It comes right into my pocket with a vibration. At Donnelly Sports, uh, I'd love to, to interact with a bunch of you there. Um, and on top of that, uh, coming up in about an hour, we have Nats Spring Training versus the Cardinals on 106.7. So we'll have another hour of overtime, and then we'll roll right into Nats Spring Training versus the Cardinals 105 opening pitch on that one uh thank you to producer john as always for keeping us up and running so uh with that being said follow me on twitter and more of overtime coming up this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Baseball season is heating up. 
Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. 